Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. The U.S. Senate votes to scrap D.C.'s new criminal sentencing guidelines. On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. Maryland lobbies the GSA and FBI one more time on the Bureau's new headquarters. In downtown, I'm John Doman. Wall Street didn't mix. The Dow was down 58. NASDAQ picked up 46. Good morning. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington, where the Republican leader of the U.S. Senate, Mitch McConnell, has been hospitalized. Word of that came from a spokesman in late evening, but with very few details. Just that Senator McConnell was attending a private functions at a local hotel in Washington, and he tripped and fell. McConnell's 81. He took a serious spill about three years ago. He then suffered a shoulder fracture. In practical terms, it is little more than a suggestion that Congress will likely change big time. But President Biden today spells out his proposal federal spending priorities. The White House says the president's budget will call for an increase in taxes on individuals making more than $400,000 a year to bolster the Medicare trust fund and reduce annual deficits by nearly $3 trillion over the next 10 years. The proposals will be dead on arrival in the GOP-controlled House, but the way the White House sees it... The American people support what we're doing, uh, and there is a choice to be made. Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre says the public in particular backs tax increases on the wealthy. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. About a month after that Ohio train derailment that still has residents of the East Palestine area much worried about air and water quality, the CEO of Norfolk Southern testifies today before a Senate committee. CBS News learns he will promise Congress his freight rail company is going to invest in more high-tech safety measures. Greg DeYoung is an associate professor of operations management at Southern Illinois University. He has doubts. A lot of accidents that occur, and especially the worst ones, which involve passenger vehicles or pedestrians, those are happening at low speed, and, and all of these technological solutions aren't really going to help in that case. It is a really old question. Can money buy happiness? Well, maybe, but these days it would take more than it used to. Correspondent Matt Piper. New findings suggest that for most people, happiness does improve with higher earnings. Earnings of up to $500,000 a year. That new number comes from a Nobel Prize winning economist and fellow researchers. One of them did research on the topic back in 2010. And the study back then found money boosted happiness with $75,000 in annual earnings. From Ukraine, word of another Russian missile barrage with at least five people reported killed. Air raid warnings in 13 Ukrainian regions heralded yet another night of missile attack. Air defense systems were in operation before dawn in the capital, Kiev. The governor of Kharkiv said a private residential building and critical infrastructure had been hit by about 15 strikes on the city and surrounding area. Reporter Kat Wiener of the BBC and Israel protests intensify against a government plan to overhaul the independent judiciary. This is CBS News. Nobody should have to pay for one-size-fits-all insurance coverage. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Liberty Mutual Insurance. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. Uh, guys, I think it's Truman. Truman is the right answer. Samurai. Samurai it is. Uh, audacious final answer. No, sorry. 162. Yes, that's it. Next time on It's Academic, hosted by WTOP's Hillary Howard. Students from Georgetown Day. 
George C. Marshall and Lake Braddock Secondary School. Match your wit. I know you know it. With these students. It's academic. Pretty amazing. Saturday on WETAPBS. WTOP at 403. Good Thursday morning, 9th of March, 2023. Welcome into WTOP. It'll be sunny with much less wind today, much lighter. Highs in the 50s before we're done. 39 you're waking up to now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Blaine. We thank you for taking us along for your early 4 a.m. hour ride. Topping the stories we're following for you as we head into this day together here on WTOP. Breaking news on WTOP. We got word in the last few hours late last night that Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell is hospitalized in our nation's capital this hour after some type of an apparent fall at a hotel in D.C. We do not know his condition this morning or the severity of his injuries, but we will update you as we get new info. All you need to do is the usual. Keep your dial right where it is. 103.5 FM, WTOP.com, and of course, on the WTOP app. Also new from last night, the U.S. Senate has now taken an action aimed at D.C. that actually has not been done in more than 30 years, three decades. Lawmakers last night voting for a disapproval resolution, as it's defined, to block a new law that would have created a new criminal code. WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller Thursday morning. On this vote, the yeas are 81, the nays are 14. The overwhelmingly bipartisan vote came after Republicans, including Tennessee Senator Bill Haggerty, repeatedly criticized the D.C. Council for approving a code that lightens the penalties for violent crimes, including carjacking and robbery. It sends the wrong message that D.C. is not serious about fighting crime. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser vetoed the council bill but is still upset with Congress. I am not happy that the Congress is intervening in our laws. President Biden has said he won't veto the resolution. The last time Congress nullified a D.C. law was in 1992. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. Also new this morning, word that that 15-year-old boy has now been sentenced to the shooting of Commander's running back Brian Robinson and the shooting death of another teenager as well. The Washington Post on this reports this week that this teen has been ordered now to remain in custody of D.C.'s Department of Youth Rehabilitation Services until at least the age of 21. Robinson was shot in the leg, you may remember, during an attempted robbery in D.C. in the H Street Corridor in Northeast. That happened in the summertime back in August. The teen at the time pleaded guilty to that attempted robbery. He also pleaded guilty to voluntary manslaughter in the shooting death of 15-year-old Andre Robertson in October. It's a story that shocked the nation early this year. We're talking about that six-year-old boy who shot his first-grade teacher at a school in Newport News. Remember that? Well, we've learned here at WTOP this morning, this child apparently will not be criminally held criminally liable in this case. Now, the city prosecutor telling NBC News just this week, it will not, does not plan to seek charges against the student. But he also says he's yet to decide on another issue, whether or not any adults associated with this case could be charged. Now, the shooting happened on January 6th at Richneck Elementary. It's led to potential a potential lawsuit expected to be filed on behalf of that teacher that was shot, Abigail Werner. It also led at the time to the school superintendent and assistant principal being kicked out. And the installation came after that of metal detectors as well. WTOP at 407. For more than a decade, the federal government has been working to find a new home for the FBI's headquarters. It is down this morning to Springfield, Greenbelt, and Landover. Leaders in Maryland got one last chance this week to convince the GSA and FBI why 
it should go to one of those last two sites. This is a legacy-defining decision for the Biden administration. Maryland Governor Wes Moore and other leaders came here to GSA headquarters emphasizing multiple executive orders from President Biden that focus on equity. Equity is important and is not to be made a mockery of. And also cost. Senator Chris Van Hollen. The cost of Springfield is a minimum of a billion dollars more. But cost and equity rank low in the current scoring, while proximity to Quantico is the highest. GSA assured us, and the FBI assured us, they would go back to the table. Congressman Steny Hoyer says... And reassess the correctness of this process. At GSA headquarters, John Dome in WTOP News. Virginia officials are expected to make their final pitch to the GSA later this Thursday morning. Our own John Doman that you just heard from will be covering that as well, and we'll bring that to you throughout the day today. Coming right up after Money News this half hour. The woman who used to lead D.C.'s 911 system files a whistleblower lawsuit against the city. I'm Megan Cloherty. It's 408. Good morning. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Driving good weather on the eights and when it breaks, good Thursday morning to Rich Hunter. All right, good morning, Dean. The work zone was on 95 southbound, just south of 123 in Woodbridge. That work zone picked up and cleared. All lanes are open. 95 north from Fredericksburg up to the Beltway in Springfield. Looks good early. Express lanes available to you there as well. 395 north with the main line and the express lanes look good between the Beltway and the 14th Street Bridge. Now, on the Beltway itself... They're in the process of picking up the work that at one point extended from the American Legion Bridge down to the Dulles Toll Road. They are backing up once again, so they are uh, before Georgetown Pike now as they work their way back toward the GW Park and eventually to the American Legion Bridge. But again, there is a slowdown in that work, so please be careful as you come off the bridge. A lot of folks come across that bridge pretty quickly. Again, just take it easy out there as they're starting to clear the work, son. You don't want to get cut off and have to swerve into traffic, so be careful approaching that work center what's left of it just about done picking up the work eastbound 66 in centerville between 29 and 28 getting the last of the barrels out of the roadway should have all leads open soon beyond that nothing else in your way all the way through Roslyn and the roosevelt bridge looking for a safe used car fitzgerald on the wall has hundreds of good cars trucks and suvs next to a new car a fitzway used car is best visit fitzmall.com today rich hunter w traffic We've got a really nice day out there on our Thursday. We're starting off this morning on the cold side, but this afternoon should be just fine. Temperatures in the low to mid-50s with that sunshine and lighter wind, too, so that's nice. On Friday, plenty of uh, cloud cover. We'll see a mix of rain and snow. This will be rain south and east of Washington, including the metro area. This will mostly be rain, but to the north and west, we could see some snow. At least this will start off as snow and change over to rain. Could be a little bit of accumulation, especially on grassy surfaces, highs in the low to mid-40s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, we are looking at 38 degrees in Manassas. You're waking up to 39 in Metro Center, 4 a.m. Our Thursday morning, March 9th. It is 32 this morning in Frederick, Maryland. We're down to 34 in our nation's capital. This check in the 4 a.m. hour on WTOP, brought to you this time around by Long Fence. Say 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Good morning, 410 on WTOP. Money News, we bring you at 10 and 40 past the hour on WTOP. Let's check in now this early morning with Jeff. The number of job openings fell in January, and the number of Americans voluntarily quitting a job fell to the lowest level since 2021. Adidas warns of its first ever annual loss in three decades. After ending its partnership with Kanye West's Yeezy shoe brand, Habitat for Humanity houses in Virginia are starting to get solar. 
The first was just installed by Fauquier Habitat in Warrington, thanks to an American Institute of Architects grant. The Dow lost 58 points, but the Nasdaq gained 46. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Coming up on WTOP this early morning. A 15-year-old girl tells 911 she was shot by her mother. I'm Neil Augenstein. The weather we get in the morning may not be the weather we get in the afternoon. Welcome to Washington. Freezing rain moving into our area. Temps are expected to nosedive. Get the latest Storm Team 4 updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. WTOP News. Everything you need, every time you listen. The Diamonds Direct, we want to make something very clear. We will absolutely beat the price of any comparable diamond that you find anywhere else. No fine print, no disclaimers, just a rock-solid, unqualified nationwide price guarantee. This goes for 1-carat diamonds as well as 15- and 20-carat diamonds. You see, at Diamonds Direct, we're more than just another jewelry store. We're part of a world diamond powerhouse with direct access to the world's top diamond mines. We have our own diamond cutters, too, so we are active in every aspect of the diamond market every single day, from source to showroom. So when you see a diamond somewhere else, online or in a store or from some so-called supplier. Just know that apples for apples, you will get a better price at Diamonds Direct. Our volume, our connections, our buying power make this possible and it's why we've never ever lost a sale due to price. So at a time when value means so much, we invite you to take this challenge and let us prove it. Day in and day out, you will always get a better quality diamond at a better price at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com Good morning. Good morning. You're with WTO Dean Lane. This is WTOP News. This next story on WTOP this morning involves your safety. If you ever need first responders in the nation's capital, for more than a year now, she ran D.C.'s 911 Emergency Dispatch Center. Now in a suit against D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser and the city itself, this former director claims she was fired for shining a light on life and death problems that were plaguing the department. The claims that Cleo Sabito makes in her whistleblower suit filed earlier this month paint a much darker picture of D.C.'s trouble emergency dispatch. As first reported by Statter 911, Sabito's claims include her documenting 10 instances in one day when Office of Unified Communications dispatchers sent responders to the wrong address. Allegations the office went out of its way to avoid complying with public information requests and that the city's 911 staff lacked adequate training. The suit says her former boss warned Sabito to, quote, tread carefully and not pursue her concerns as it would upset Mayor Bowser, end quote. Sabito also claims the city tried without grounds to deny her unemployment. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser. I believe the lawsuit is without merit. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. Meantime, a heartbreaking 911 call from a murder victim. That's what jurors heard in the very first day locally of the Fairfax County trial of one Veronica Youngblood. She's charged now with shooting and killing her two daughters in their McLean apartment back in 2018. Jurors here in Circuit Court heard the 911 call from Veronica Youngblood's 15-year-old daughter. Crying in pain and struggling to breathe, Sharon Castro told the 911 dispatcher that her mother had shot her. As she cried for help, Fairfax County call taker Jennifer Heflin reassured her that help was on the way. Jurors heard the sound of first responders breaking down the apartment door. She was taken to the hospital where she died. Youngblood's lawyers say that she loved her daughters more than anything, but had endured a life full of trauma and abuse. They asked the jury to find her not guilty by reason of insanity. In Fairfax, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. A doctor licensed to practice locally in D.C. and Virginia who pleaded guilty to illegally prescribing drugs is learning his fate this week. 39-year-old Dr. Robert Sow 
has been sentenced to 15 months after he prescribed the medication that led to a man's apparent overdose. Zhao did not have a doctor-patient relationship with that man, apparently. Text messages detailed in court filings show that Zhao actually prescribed narcotic pain medication to the man in exchange for money. Authorities say he backdated medical records then to make it look like he was the man's actual doctor after learning of his death. Among the top stories we're following for you breaking this morning, word that Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell is hospitalized after a hotel fall. D.C.'s revised criminal code has united a deeply divided partisan Congress. The Senate has now, to that end, voted to block the bill from going into effect. And the D.C. Health Link is the latest victim of a cyber attack. The healthcare marketplace says hackers gained access, apparently, to an unspecified number of customers' personal data. Keep it here for full details and these developing stories in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Hiring the right talent is my number one priority for my growing company. I used to believe that if you post it, they will come was the only way to recruit new employees. However, after months of being ghosted by candidates and having more empty chairs than employees made me fire the dot-coms and reach out to 2060 Digital. Their team of experts created and managed a custom marketing strategy to help me reach and hire the best candidates for my growing company. Their social media experts created ads that highlighted our facility. Their email experts developed A-B testing strategies to find the best time to reach them. And the best part? 2060 Digital is a Google Premier Partner. So when my audience searched for available jobs online, we topped our competitors in search engines. See what they can do for you by visiting 2060digital.com. 2060 Digital. Building campaigns that connect. WTOP at 417. Shubas Express. I'm Ross Crystal. NBC has ordered a reality series based on the iconic Hot Wheels toys from Mattel. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Hot Wheels Ultimate Challenge is described as a car makeover series where car fans will face off to transform an ordinary vehicle into a Hot Wheels showpiece. A panel of rotating celebrity judges will join two automotive experts, and the 10-episode series will be hosted by Rutledge Woods. It's a sequel to the 1981 Mel Brooks film History of the World Part 1. Nick Kroll stars in the eight-episode series History of the World Part 2. Mel's ultimate goal was always to poke fun at those in power and how greedy and stupid they were. And so doing a show about history now at a time when we are re-examining what the past, what, you know, how things went down, it became very, for me, a very easy through line to just continue Mel's legacy of poking fun at those in power. History of the World Part 2 now streaming on Hulu. He's trained some of the brightest and the best. Hollywood acting coach Bernard Hiller is our guest on the next edition of Showbiz Upfront. Available at Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Much more on showbizexpress.com and for the Showbiz Express Network. I'm Ross Crystal. Thursday morning, it is March 9th at 4.18. Good morning to Rich Hunter at the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, if you're traveling 66 eastbound, they were just about done picking up the work. Eastbound headed into Centerville where you were at one point down to a single right lane. Should just about have all lanes open, still waiting on the all clear there. Beyond that, nothing else anyway, getting to the Beltway or continuing inside the Beltway headed toward the district, you're in good shape. If you're traveling on the Beltway, wrapping up the overnight work on the outer loop of the Beltway, you should cross the American Legion Bridge into Virginia. You're still backing up along the left side. You still get by two lanes to the right as they continue uh, to clear. So hopefully we'll have all lanes open there soon as well. 
If you're traveling uh, onto the Woodrow Wilson Bridge, it looks like they've got a disabled vehicle in the roadway. Believe it's going to be in the local lanes and believe it's going to be blocking the right lane. But again, uh, still trying to get a good view of that. Just be careful as you head onto the bridge from Virginia headed toward Maryland. Now, the rest of the Beltway in Maryland through Montgomery and Prince George's counties, you're in good shape. No issues as of late on I-95, the Baltimore-Washington Parkway to 70 South, free and clear as well, getting down to the Capitol Beltway. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Temperatures are in the 30s this morning under a clear sky. It's going to be a nice day today. Honestly, the best day for quite a while is coming up on your Thursday afternoon. Sunny today, high 56. Cloudy, cold with a likelihood of light rain and even a few wet snowflakes tomorrow. Mid-30s on Friday morning, low to mid-40s on Friday afternoon. Rain ending with another small chance at a snowflake or two early Saturday. Saturday afternoon, windy and cold with temperatures in the mid-40s. And Sunday doesn't look much better. I'm Storm Team 4, meteorologist Chuck Bell for WTOP. You're waking up to a chilly morning. We're at 39 degrees in Hyattsville, foggy bottom this early morning, 32 in Fredericksburg, 4 a.m. hour. Thursday morning, March 9th, and we're down to 34 now in our nation's capital. Good morning. Welcome into WTOP, where the time now is 420. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. Coming right up. Emergency inspections ordered in Frederick, Maryland after that fiery tanker truck crash. I'm Dick Uliano. It's a new joint where you can light up a joint in Montgomery County. I'm Mike Marilla. It's 421. There's been a major development at WTOP. We've discovered a way to bring you even more news. We're moving money news to 10 and 40 minutes after every hour. Sports will move to 25 and 55. And there will be fewer commercial breaks every hour. That means more news every hour of the day. It might not be the biggest news you'll ever hear. But when there is big news, you'll find more of it right here. WTOP News. Everything you need. Every time you listen. This is WTOP News. You know, pets come in all sizes and shapes, but locally in Loudoun County, some exotic animals apparently crossed the line. The Loudoun County Board of Supervisors has now voted to ban the ownership of certain kinds of exotic animals. Now, that list apparently includes wolf hybrids, kangaroos, scorpions, baboons, alligators, venomous snakes, and non-native venomous spiders. The county is now also banning the breeding of those animals. Virginia law already restricts private ownership of many other wild and exotic animals, such as big cats and bears. When should students these days in Arlington locally be allowed to use their cell phones? And a recommendation to the school board there, the School Health Advisory Board is now advocating for an away-for-the-day policy. Arlington now reports the possibility has drawn mixed reviews from school board members. A school spokesman tells WTOP3 Arlington schools currently require phones to be put away during school. Fairfax County recently banned cell phone use in the most places during the school day. Saturday's awful crash and fiery explosion locally of a tanker truck in Frederick, Maryland, was so intense. Inspections have been ordered on 
a particular section of the road later today. The State Highway Administration will check the drainage structure on US-15 at the crash site between Rosemont Avenue and 7th Street. The driver of the truck was killed and the fire reached six homes and several vehicles. Crews will be out Thursday conducting inspections in the center median. They'll check to see if the drainage structure is damaged and determine the extent of any needed repairs. Drivers can expect the left lane closed starting at 10 a.m. southbound US-15 past 7th Street until about 2 p.m. Meanwhile, cleanup will continue on the northbound side through Thursday. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. It is a first of its kind in all of Maryland. In Burtonsville, a lounge has now opened up for people to light up their joints. Hello, my name is Venus Hamachandra and this is Salon House. Amy Chandra owns a place and she says people come here for many reasons. Maybe their significant other doesn't like it when they smoke in the house or use cannabis products in the house or they're just looking to get to know some others in the, in the community. It's like a cigar bar and they can't serve Food. To try and partner with food trucks so that y'all have food here, especially the munchies hit. You'll need to bring your own marijuana to use or get it from the dispensary next door, which she also owns. And right now, only state-approved medical marijuana users can come and partake. But once July 1st comes around and rec gets approved, uh, we are good to go. And when that happens, those 21 and up can have up to 1.5 ounces of the drug. In Burtonsville, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Good morning, Sunshine. You're with Dean Lane on WTMP. I'm in the newsroom now and just spoke with our assignment desk for an update on the investigation. On WUSA 9 News at 11, we continue to follow the latest developments on today's breaking news. Good evening. We begin the news at 11 tonight with breaking news with updates as they come in. This story just broke within the last 30 minutes. Our sources... The most up-to-the-minute information available. It was just a few hours ago that police were back in this neighborhood. Okay, we're just getting this text from police from the scene. They're covering breaking news stories from every angle. WUSA 9 News, weeknights at 11. When there's not enough coffee in all of Washington to get you going. You've got John and Michelle. Mornings on WTOP News. WTOP at 425. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Let's check in this early Thursday morning, March 9th, with Mr. Rob Woodford. The Wizards led by as many as 15 points and did a lot right on their home court, but it wasn't enough to avoid falling to the Hawks 122-120, a game in which Kristaps Porzingis made 17 of his 22 shots to set a new career high of 43 points, but in a costly loss. This one means double almost, and even though, yes, of course, we did good things, we fought hard, we, we can find all the excuses in the world, this is our fourth game in five days, but uh, still, we want to get the job done, but we didn't. So we have to live with this. But not for long as the Wiz host Atlanta again Friday night with a chance to pull back within a game of the Hawks for eighth in the Eastern Conference. The big college basketball news of the day came out of Syracuse where the university announced head coach Jim Beheim is done after 47 seasons and longtime assistant Adrian Autry is taking over. ESPN's Jay Billis said of the Hall of Fame coach. I can't think of basketball without thinking about Jim Beheim. The accomplishments are so many. And while the exit after the loss to Wake Forest in the ACC tournament 
tournament may not have been the most gracefully handled. That's not what we're going to be thinking about. You can hear that press conference in the next half hour, and we'll see if something similar plays out at Georgetown after the Hoyas took a beating from Villanova to go one and done in the Big East tournament. George Washington eliminated from the A-10 tournament in round two, but George Mason advanced to the quarterfinals.